Hello and welcome to the Marketing Meetup podcast. My name is Joe Glover and today we're going to be hearing from one of my man crushes. That's Andy Lambert from Content Cal. Andy gives a very, very, very whirlwind tour through the best tools to harness your content. He comes from Content Cal, so naturally some of his talk is skewed towards Content Cal, but that's absolutely fine because he actually speaks about a whole lot of tools to make sure that we're making the most from our content. And really, at the end of it, you just come out with first the idea that this Andy is a freaking lovely dude, but secondly, that there's some brilliant tools out there which can really help us not just be stuck in a content quagmire. I think people generally subscribe to the idea that content marketing is a good thing, but it takes time, it takes a lot of effort. And if you can have some tools to make that process a little bit easier, a little bit better, then I think that's a great thing. And that's what this talk delivers. I'm gonna hand over to Andy in just a sec. After I've said a big thank you to Baz from Bravo Marketing, he's the guy that puts together these podcasts for us and he's also just one of my best friends in the entire world. Love him to bits. Baz is best placed if you need a creative solution which needs to drive results and you can just parachute him in. He does a freaking wonderful job at flying in, bringing some creative solutions in tow, but not just like taking the brief and then doing what you told him to do, but actually approaching it and sort of saying, okay, is that really the best solution? Maybe we should try this, maybe we should try that. And by the end of it, I haven't met a single person who hasn't really, really enjoyed Baz's company, but also enjoyed working with him. If you wanna find out more about Baz, head to bravomarketing.co.uk. We've also got Sam from Columba, who we owe a big thanks to. Sam sits in the middle of agencies and clients and matches them to produce the best agency for the right clients. That means you don't faff around looking for agencies that won't be a good fit or you know doing that thing where you have to drop them after six months no you only get the best people for the right job simple as that so check out sam at columba as well so without further ado i'm going to pass on over to andy lambert from content cal i know you're going to enjoy this talk i'll see you soon thank you guys Thank you so much for taking a bit of time to, to listen to me. And as the time is ticking on, 20 minutes, I've got about 50 slides. So this is going to be very quick. So um, cool. So here's the most boring bit, and this is a bit about me. So um, four years ago, running a social media and content agency, building content plans for our clients, helping them get found online. Basically, we got bored of spreadsheets. Sorry, Emma. Um, yeah. and we. They, they, they do, they do, sometimes. Um, so then we decided that actually we got bored of building content plans in spreadsheets, so we built our own software. So we launched our software called Content Cal uh, in January of 2017. And in three years, which is about just our three year anniversary, now the fastest growing company in our space, used by 35,000 companies in 140 countries. So it's fair to say our problem that we experienced in serving our clients and building content plans for them, it seemed to be quite a universal problem. Anyway, I'm not gonna bore you with a sales pitch, I'm talking about a content framework today, but just to give you a bit of background to where we come from. So anyway, that's the bragging out of the way. So I'm gonna show you something that I'm less proud of. Oh, that doesn't look very good, does it? So yeah, wow, we're very successful and get loads of people using our product, but so many people sign up to our product and never even create a post. Why is that? So we spent a lot of time trying to analyze this and understand, understand why. We think we've got a great thing and certainly the market reception would tell us that we do, but why do so many people just not use it? 
Well, so this is a, a view of it. So they come in and go, oh, well, it's a blank calendar. For some people, this is a perfect canvas for them to paint their content plan on. And for some other people, they're like, what the hell do I do with that? <laughs> so when you kind of analyze this a bit, and we spend a lot of time trying to understand our users and how, how they're doing their social media content, how they plan their content in general, not just social. And there's kind of three recurring themes that kept on coming up is that, you know, I don't have enough time to do it. I want to do it, but I just can't find the hours in the day. The, the kind of sending a, sending a tweet out just goes to the bottom of my list because I've got a million conflicting priorities. I don't have enough ideas. I don't know what to say. You know, I've, I'm sat here as a social media manager or a marketing manager. I'm trying to put out social content for this whole business. Don't know what to say. Or when I do put out something, I'm just worried about how we'll be perceived or I will be perceived. So what we're going to try and do in this session over the next 18 minutes is trying to debunk all of these. So the first one we're going to try and tackle is, is time and talk around an ideal workflow for, for a content marketing strategy. Then the second part of the presentation, we're really going to go into the, the ideas and helping you build like a six-step content strategy for you to make sure that your message is resonating with your target audience. So that's what we're going to try and do. So anyway, so the, the first thing we want to do is try and get us to a point where we've got a well-planned content plan. And I'm going to show you screenshots of Content Cal, but whether you do this in our product or whether you do this on Trello or Asana or a million other tools, as long as it becomes a consistent habit, and that's what it's all about. We'll keep on returning, returning to the point of consistency. So we're going to look at the kind of ways to, to collapse the time it takes to create content because it, there's no getting away the fact it is time consuming. But that can be reduced by having the right process in place. You'll like that bit, Emma. So, um, so, uh, so creation begins with templates. And actually, um, Emma brought this out perfectly when we're talking about, like Emma gave a great example of when giving a quote, Bruce Daisley one, and kind of putting this in a template. Now, the point is about, about social content is that typically people, yeah, don't know why I've got a picture of myself there, but anyway, never mind. Um, but the, the point around social content is so many people try and create it from scratch all the time when the reality is the content they're trying to create, yes, the message is different, yes, the content is different, but the purpose doesn't really change. So having set templates allows you to build content set around a certain objective, whether that's speaker quotes or whether that's engagement-led content or whether that's content that's meant around education or inspiration, that kind of thing. Building templates allows you to collapse the time it takes to create content because you're not looking at a blank Excel sheet or a blank calendar and trying to think, what am I going to come up with? Because ultimately, when you have some templates set, you're in a better place. Now, taking those templates, you can obviously adjust them and amend them and then publish them across all of your social channels. So templating is a really good one for you to start thinking about how you can start organizing your content in what I term as an episodic way. So, so that's the creation piece. So, so templates point one. Point two being around curation, because obviously you're not going to want to create content from scratch all the time. Sometimes you just want to going to give your own narrative on a certain thing that's happening in the industry or in the market. So curation. So loads of tools have this, but this is ours. This is our Google Chrome extension. And this is this works fabulously when it's not just yourself, but the whole business involved in curating content. So when you find something interesting online, press that button and you can share it directly back to what we term as this content hub, which becomes the repository for content. And like I say, this is shown on Content Cal, but ultimately having some kind of workflow process, whether it's on Trello, for example, or Asana, both of those are quite good for this kind of thing, where you have a content library, both with all your templates in it and where you can get your team contributing ideas to, be that things that they found online, be it things like just ideas that they 
they've come up with. Ultimately, you'll be amazed about how much this collapses the time that it takes to create stuff when you've got a wall of, of inspiration of things that you could put out and you could post. So let's jump into a couple of other time-saving tips as well. So um, this was built on the fact that we built this all around our, our Google Sheets that we're building for our clients back in the day, that we used to create all of our content in categories. So I mentioned the word episodic content. So we'd have certain categories around, you know, marketing certain campaigns, certain products, certain, basically all of these things become, become color coded, right? So maybe it's a how to, maybe it's a product launch, maybe it's whatever. So we call them content themes. Some people call them content buckets or content pillars. But ultimately being able to organize your content like that allows you to start creating an overarching library of, of everything that you create. Because there's kind of three main ways that you'll go ahead and create content. You'll either create it from scratch, we spoke about with this with templates, uh, you're either going to curate it, like we just spoke about, or you can reuse and repurpose things that you've done previously. Because naturally your, your whole audience are not going to have seen the first time that you published that piece of content. So here you can go back in your library, search across these certain categories, and you can start looking at, okay, so the content we put out for for the product launch or this product last month, based on how it's performed, we can reuse and repurpose that content. So once again, collapsing the time it takes to, to fill out our, and organize our monthly content plan. So the third part of these, these kind of, these time-saving workflow orientated tips around these snippets. So sorry if the screenshot's a little bit small. Um, this is basically in response to loads of customers asked us to say like, we always put, the same hashtags in our content, because naturally you'll do a bit of hashtag research, you'll use the hashtags that are relevant for your business based on you know, whether you're on Instagram or Twitter, for example. Now, rather than you having to copy and paste those each time or worse, type them in manually each time, we came up with a concept of just snippets. Because quite often you'll find in content, be it blog, be it social, be it whatever, that often you'll write the same sequence or series of text. So this way you can plan out and do your research around, and we'll talk about hashtag research in the strategy section in a sec, but here you can get all your, your hashtag research for Instagram and, and, uh, and Twitter, accounts you'd like to mention, and certain call to actions. All of these, you can just store them as snippets, so you don't have to create them each time. Once again, kind of collapsing that, that workflow in terms of getting that content production cycle working really quickly. So those snippets appear here where you're kind of creating a post so you can just throw in your Instagram hashtag, your call to action, you know, maybe it's like find out more, check out our latest blog, for example, and just pressing on those snippets, you can start building content in a really, really quick way. So they're the kind of three core things around the, the time-saving element uh, that we've built into this. And as I said, it's, it's, this is our take on it. And it's the workflow that's worked really well for, for our clients and us personally, whereby, just to recap, whereby we're looking at content in like a template scenario, so not having to create something from scratch all the time, looking at ways of curating content from across the web, uh, and looking at ways that we can save time building content through these category tags and, uh, and these snippets here. So ultimately building us into a content plan that looks beautifully planned and organized like that. How's that make you feel, Emma? Okay. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, nice. So perfectly halfway through, let's jump on to the strategy because obviously these are just time-saving, time-saving tricks. Now, ultimately, that's not going. None of things, none of these things are going to resonate unless you've got your strategy right. So this is the bit where I'm going to fire through loads of stuff because there is a six-step strategy. The content cal six C's. So no shoehorning has gone in here at all, as I'm sure you imagine. So, um, so we're going to go through all of these, and there's ten free tools that 
we use ourselves to bring this to life. So let's start with the most important element, which is the customer. So, oh yeah, here's our 10 free tools. We're gonna to talk through all of these and all of these slides will be available for everyone. I will use all of these tools personally and they all have free versions of. So um, yeah, there is no affiliation between me and any other tool, other than content count, obviously. Um, so anyway, so step one, customer, most important one. So this is uh, a tool called Ubersuggest. Many of you might have, might have seen this already. So essentially at this point, and we're gonna have a kind of a pretend case study here whereby we're a coffee shop, we don't have any presence at all, and we want to build something from scratch. So the first thing we want to understand is in the market, what is the search volume? So are we in a popular space to begin with? So here we're looking at coffee shop, we're looking in the UK, and we're looking at the search volume here. So once again, this product is called Ubersuggest, entirely free, very, very powerful. There's lots more advanced tools, like SEM Rush, for example, but this, this is quite a good one. So once you understand that there's, there's decent volume here, now we wanna take a, another layer down and have a deeper look at this. So where we wanna to start to look at what we term as long tail keywords. So people are searching for, for coffee, right? We know, or coffee shop, that's, that's certainly improving in popularity, but we want to understand the more kind of long tail oriented keywords, so the, the longer search criteria. So here, lots of people searching for a coffee shop near me or nearby or in London, Amsterdam. Oh, Amsterdam one, obviously very popular. Uh, so, um, yeah, so uh, as, so we can start to understand it's very location specific. So we can understand the long tail keywords are actually, you know, this helps us understand how we should start, start organizing our content, which is very location specific. Now we take another look into this. Uh, this is a second tool. This is keyword.io, entirely free. And this is where we can start deep diving into these keywords into more detail. So here, this now starts to broaden the search. You know, we're just talking about coffee or coffee shop. Now we're diving into, into more detail where it's like, okay, best reusable coffee cup or best coffee maker, how to make coffee, that kind of thing, or bulletproof coffee, which seems to be very popular. Anyone know what bulletproof coffee is? No? Is it? Mm, weird. Yeah, no thanks. Anyway, so um, now that's so now we understand the kind of what our customers are searching for. Now we're going to go on to another tool. Now this is a paid for one, but the free trial of this is really good. I've, I've used Content Cal as an example here. So this is called Oario or Wario. Essentially, what we're trying to do here is understand our competitive landscape. So we already understood that there's, there's decent search volume and the kind of things people are searching for. Now, what are our competitors doing in the space? So look at your brand, look at your product description and enter your competitors. You can do all of this on the 14 day free trial. You probably don't need to, to take the full subscription. This will give you everything you need. So there's, there's sorry, I'm definitely not an affiliate for these guys. So anyway, uh, so, um, um, so here, uh, Try not to read the stats because they make me break down in tears. Uh, but anyway, so this is Content Cal versus Hootsuite. Yeah, it's given, it doesn't look pretty. But anyway, we've got some way to go. So here is the share of voice of mentioned across social. So you can see how you're ramping up. So you can see uh, an improvement here and you can see where you stack up against your competitors in terms of your, the mentions across social and also across any reviews or blogs. Now you've got share of voice of reach, everyone knows what reach is. So, so here you can start to benchmark yourself against competitors and start understanding like, are we, are we making ground up on our competitors? Now, in a more detailed scenario, because that's essentially your kind of benchmarking thing, now on the next part, you can start to look at what channels your competitors are particularly strong on and which influencers are moving your competitors forward and are having the most influential voice. So this is a, a fantastic way just to say like, okay, so these are the gaps, this is where we are versus our competitor. 
here's where we potentially need to make it up. So for example, we, we need to double down on Facebook in this, in this scenario. And here's some potential influencers that we could reach out to that, that could help our cause. Right, so that is the customer. So we got a good picture of the customer, both from what they're searching for and where they sit in the market and our potential customer base. Now we wanna look at context. We wanna look at the things that are interesting our customers. So uh, this looks a bit crazy. This is answerthepublic.com, one of my favorite tools to be honest. Anyone use answerthepublic.com? Nice few hands here, nice knowing nod from you. So essentially search the word coffee and it brings up everything that's searched uh, around on Google around the word coffee. So this is fantastic for you to start understanding the things that are of significant interest to your customers. Best thing about this, there's some, there's some real random ones on here. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, a field day on this. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I try not to read that. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Yeah, we don't want to go too close on that one. So, but there's, you start to see some real trends emerging. Some, I like how everyone's heads are like that. Um, yeah. um, so you can start to look at the things that people are starting to search for. There's a lot of like wellness related questions and there's a lot of sustainability related questions like best recyclable coffee cup, like are our coffee grounds good for plants? So you can start to see some trends. Those trends fall into those content themes and those categories that we were talking about earlier. So you can start saying segmenting your content around its different themes and different purposes. And the best thing about this, entirely free, download this uh, CSV, so the Excel file, download it and throw it, throw it somewhere that's useful and put it in Content Cal here. But basically that is like a year's worth of content ideas there. So you've got two real reasons for this. So one, it's gonna help you understand trends and certain themes. And two, it's just gonna give you a whole bunch of ideas for your content. And we, what we've done is we just stored it in this content themes folder at the top. So all of that research from Answer the Public. So it remains visible for us because what we don't want to have, and as I said, it's all about consistency. We don't want to have research living in a, in a document somewhere that we don't reference on a, at least a weekly basis. Cool, uh, real quick one, because we want to double check that, uh, that our research is sound, we're just searching the word coffee on Google and the people also ask gives you the most up-to-date relevant things. So as you can see, this is still a lot of wellness and sustainability stuff. Um, so that's, that's quite good. Now, uh, hashtag research. So this is a really important one. We spoke about hashtags just at the beginning. Uh, and this is the thing that's really gonna help drive you drive your reach outside of your immediate following. So two hashtag research tools that I love, displaypurposes.com, once again, entirely free. Search the word coffee is gonna bring back all of the, uh, the hashtags on Instagram, uh, organized in terms of their relevance and popularity. Also, for Twitter, I would use something called hashtagify.me. Um, that's another free tool, and will tell you the most relevant and popular hashtags on Twitter. So that's perfect, and we can save those. And what we're just doing, as I showed earlier, saving them in, in that hashtag section just to make sure that, you know, we can we can bring those in automatically to all the content that we're creating, because ultimately what we want to do with all this research is to make sure we manifest this in our day to day workflow. Cool. Daysoftheyear.com. So just like with uh, with hashtags that helps us drive additional reach, uh, jumping on the back of relevant national days is another key one. So. Um, our kind of our annual calendar that we produce for our clients is by far and away the most popular content that we produce because everyone loves to jump on the back of those national days. Just a word to the wise, try not to shoehorn your brand into something. I see some incredibly poor uh, attempts for people to say, oh yeah, it's our brand, our recruitment company is yeah, perfect for mental wellness day. You're like, oh, that's, yeah, it's insensitive. So just, just, be, just be mindful of that. Um, now, 
everything that I'm doing is, is a very kind of research-based, but something that will allow you, I'm sure many people know or use Google Alerts already, but something that just kind of keeps the most topical stuff, go onto Google, search Google Alerts, and whatever's the most relevant search term for you, bring those in, because then you'll just get a daily email digest of the most uh, relevant things that are happening in your space. So a perfect way to you to click on that article and then use that Chrome extension just to, to bring that into your, into your content plan. So, and here is where all the things sit in that, in that little kind of content hub that I was showing you earlier. So onto creativity, two things to, to show you here. So just basically two tools to, to help you with this process. Uh, part one, Lumen5. Anyone use Lumen5 at all? Or heard of it? Love it, Becca. So um, this is a really cool video creation tool. Everyone will tell you that you need to do video because of the prioritization the social networks put on it yada yada, you all know this. Uh, Lumen5 is fantastic for creating really nice, quick videos in a real simple way. Essentially, think of it as like Canva for, for video. So you can take some stock video, or I've just put a little kind of screen share that I've got here and put some text along in it. And it's in the perfect frame rate and the perfect format for social channels. So really, really good. And an extra powerful thing about Lumen5, uh, and this would be on the paid version, is that you can go ahead and put any blogs you've already done in there and it will convert your, it will take out the salient points of your blogs and create a little uh, 10 second video around that, around some highlights. Really, really powerful. So I love that tool. Um, so this is an alternative to Canva. Everyone knows Canva, right? Almost a lot of people probably know Canva as, as, a, as a design tool. Uh, Relay, that is probably slightly more cost effective. I love it, but ultimately, <laughs> this is about on par with Canva in terms of doing graphic design for your, for your social content. Anyway, uh, let me just skip over that. So uh, step four, collaboration. So this is, if anyone's working within a team and the best implementations of social content is when it involves the collaboration of a team. So this is where, oops, gone through that. This is where it's perfect, where you can get other members of the team submitting content ideas, pulling them into a central hub. Like I said, it doesn't matter where that central hub is, but empowering more and more people to get involved with your social content, submitting ideas. Because one of the things that we're trying to solve in the, in the social media industry in general, in the content marketing industry, is that it typically, content marketing seems to be the thing that's delivered by one individual within a business, where there's so many ideas across a broader business that just don't get heard. So what we're, what we're working on is ways for people to throw in like a whole bunch of content ideas into a central repository and then and then push that out and when it comes to pushing it out this is obviously the most the most simple element of it is that now we've got our kind of research done we've got our national days in here we've got our content themes we can now start bringing in all of our content into the calendar we've got our category tags related to those themes that we were talking about that we've researched on answer the public got our relevant uh, hashtags as well that we've put in snippets that we've done uh, that we've researched off uh, display purposes for example and then we get into the, the sixth and final step, which is the, the calculation element. So here, of course, you know, its own a strategy is, you know, your best guess ultimately. So doing this research and using these tools will help you, will help steer you in the right direction. I'm sure a few of you using many of these tactics already, but ultimately you want to understand precisely what's worked. So here we can look at our monthly performance or weekly performance, see how our audience has grown, how our engagement's grown, and then we can start segmenting our analytics across these category tags. So once again, going back to what I deem is probably one of the most important elements where you've got your themes, your topics that we've researched and we've organized our content 
in relation to that. So now we can start segmenting our, our analytics and start understanding what topics, what, what potential uh, like themes are we talking about that's driving the best engagement and best audience growth. So that, that's, that's pretty powerful. And then we can start looking at how our engagement has gone up related to those, those themes, the best times to post related to those themes, and how our audience breaks down as well. And the final piece is looking at that top performing content. And here in our content library, we can look at all of our top performing content, organize that and filter it across these different themes, highlight which themes are driving the best uh, engagement for us, and then go ahead, reuse and repurpose that content to complete that cycle. So ultimately, I'm two minutes over, sorry, Joe. Um, Basically, this will drive you great relevancy because good solid research across some really powerful tools and creating that into a consistent workflow, ultimately with relevancy and consistency will give you the best chance of success in our experience. So thank you very much.